Hello and welcome to the Business Class Lounge, the podcast where I interview marketing leaders and executives to understand how they really think about leadership, management, finance, and more. This is a podcast from Searchpilot. My name is Will Critchlow. I'm the CEO at Searchpilot. I previously founded a company called Distilled back in 2005 with my co-founder, Duncan Morris. And we built up that company, an SEO agency, over the following 15 years. And in early 2020, we spun Searchpilot out as an independent company. Searchpilot is a software company that helps large websites prove the value of SEO by making SEO tests easier, faster, and more accurate than they were able to do on their own. In terms of what I'm hoping to achieve with the podcast, my primary objective is to have interesting conversations with interesting people and to learn things myself. I think the ideal audience is people with the same curiosities as me. I'll mainly be meeting with marketing leaders, some product folks and some general managers, probably some founders, to talk about the nuts and bolts of real world leadership and execution. I want to hear real stories to get specific wherever we can, get past the platitudes and the nice sounding philosophies into how people have actually put these into practice in the real world. It's going to range from leadership, talking about great bosses, attributes of career success, where they go for learning and inspiration, what they read, what they listen to, where they go when they want to find out new things in their areas of expertise, and to understand how they filter that large amount of information that they get deluged with every day. I want them to tell us real stories, times where they generated huge ROI or where they averted disaster that they thought was certainly going to befall them. One of the things I did learn that probably is interesting for your listeners is what is the one mistake I made during that period that I Ooh. learned from and never made again? Definitely want to hear that. We would have this meeting where like, we would all get together, the founders and the execs, and we would present how things were going. And there's like a famous presentation I did. I think they coined it like the death march. And so I don't know if you spent much time with like, you know, Irish people sometimes lean on like pessimism. Like, how can this go wrong? Like, what are all the ways that this could potentially go wrong? And like, Americans are obviously much more on like, what are all the ways that this can go right? Or like, yeah, how are we going to rule the world? And yeah, and I love that. That's why I love working with American companies because it actually gets me, you know, thinking, I try to like live in the middle. Mm -hmm. You know, I can have the right kind of degree of pessimism, like what could go wrong, but actually like, what are all the opportunities that we have available to us? And so I remember this presentation and like things were going really wrong. And one of the things I am good at is like, I can clearly see all of the problems. Like I'm able to distill down problems and frame them up. And I went into this and I was like, this is a problem. This is a problem. This is a problem. This is a problem. And I made the like very like basic rudimentary mistake of like not having the solutions. Right. Right. In this high profile meeting. Yeah. yeah. Founders. And I can't remember if I was in Zoom or not. So they're all sitting there in a the room kind of looking at each other. Yeah. Like, what is this guy doing? Uh, yeah. And I remember one of the guys going, well, that was the most utterly depressing 45 minutes of my life. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well. I started a podcast because I wanted to be able to interview interesting marketing leaders. I felt like there's a lot of content produced to help marketing practitioners. And there's a lot of content about what people think that marketing leaders are interested in. But there's a dearth, in my opinion, of content produced where we get to hear it from the horse's mouth, where we get to actually interview those marketing leaders themselves and understand what really matters to them, how they think, how they operate, and particularly how they think about leadership, management, finance, forecasting, those kinds of things. My background is in SEO, but I'm not going to be focusing too heavily on SEO, although in some cases 
the folks I'm interviewing started out in SEO, they've all moved into either general management or leadership since then. And I'm going to use that at most as a shared understanding, shared language, and a way of getting specific, a way of breaking through the general platitudes and to try and really understand the specifics of how they operate day to day. But because Merriam-Webster had been around for so long, they really didn't have a mission. So what seemed obvious to me was in fact not obvious. And that is part of that storytelling and leadership and communication is it seems obvious to you, you have to make it really clear and compelling to the people that are going to be involved. And if they don't buy it, by the way, you might be wrong. And so I wrote a two-part mission statement And the first part was to propagate our irrational love of the English language. And irrational is because English is a hot mess, right? It doesn't make any sense and lots of exceptions to the rules, but we love it anyway. And the second part was to help people understand and use language better so they can better understand and communicate with the world around them. And what clear missions do is they provide creative constraints in both ways, right? They make it a lot easier to say yes to things that fall in the mission. So if we're supposed to propagate our rational love of the English language, suddenly it makes sense to go out on Twitter and geek out about language in public. It also allows you to say no, because if something doesn't fit in that mission, then it's really easy to say, you know, this sounds fun. It's a cool idea. It's cool technology, but it doesn't fall in our mission. It doesn't accomplish either of these things. So actually, we're going to deprioritize that and say no. So that sort of foundational work is really important. I hope that it will turn out to be interesting and useful to the kinds of people I'm interviewing, to senior marketing leaders themselves, as well as to founders and CEOs who have to manage them, and to marketing practitioners who want to grow into these kinds of roles and who have ambition to become the kind of senior marketing execs that I'm talking to. I'd had the idea to create a podcast for a long time. But what finally tipped me over the edge was realizing just the conversations themselves could be valuable and the people I would meet things I would learn, hopefully the things they would learn, and the things they could learn from each other, all of those things would be valuable from day one. Obviously, I hope lots more people listen to it, but I'm already learning things from these conversations that I'm having. I hope you're as excited as I am to hear the interviews with Kieran and Lisa, who you heard snippets from there, and many more after them. If you haven't already, add the feed to your podcast app to get the episodes as soon as they appear. If you have any questions about anything to do with the podcast, drop me a line by email at podcast at searchpilot.com or get in touch on Twitter, where I'm at Will Critchlow. This podcast is the Business Class Lounge from Searchpilot. Searchpilot helps large websites prove the value of SEO by making SEO tests easier, faster, and more accurate. You can find out more about Searchpilot at searchpilot.com. This trailer was produced by Mark Cotton and hosted by me, Will Critchlow. If you know anyone who you think would enjoy my conversations, please recommend the podcast to them.